Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Thursday of the first week of Lent. A reading from the book of Esther. Queen Esther, seized with mortal anguish, had recourse to the Lord. She lay prostrate upon the ground together with her handmaids from morning until evening and said, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob, blessed are you. Help me who am alone and have no help but you, for I am taking my life in my hand. As a child, I used to hear from the books of my forefathers that you, O Lord, always free those who are pleasing to you. Now help me who am alone and have no one but you, O Lord my God. And now come to help me, an orphan. Put in my mouth persuasive words in the presence of the lion and turn his heart to hatred for our enemy so that he and those who are in league with him may perish. Save us from the hand of our enemies, turn our mourning into gladness and our sorrows into wholeness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. Because of your kindness and your truth, for you have made great above all things your name and your promise. When I called, you answered me. You built up my strength within me. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. Your right hand saves me. The Lord will complete what he has done for me. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which one of you would hand his son a stone when he asked for a loaf of bread, or a snake when he asked for a fish? If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to those who ask him? Do to others what you would have them do to you. This is the law and the prophets. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Astronaut Michael Collins drew the short straw on the Apollo 11 mission. His two fellow astronauts, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, were the first two men, first two human beings, to uh, land and to walk on the moon. Collins however, had to stay up in the orbiter and wait for them to return to him. During their 27-hour moon visit, Collins uh, stayed up in the orbiter and orbited the moon 40, 14 times, and approximately half of each orbit, orbit, lasting about 47 minutes, he would be on the side of the moon that wasn't facing our planet, which we call the dark side. And during each of those 47-minute periods, Collins could not communicate with anyone as the moon uh, was between him and the earth, so it was blocking any, any uh, radio waves. For each of those 47-minute periods, he couldn't tell anyone if he was in trouble. He couldn't ask a question. He was totally isolated. I know how Collins felt. 
Because it, when, it, when it comes to talking with God, it often feels as though I'm on the dark side of the moon. I, I'm talking, but, but uh, no one seems to, to hear or at least to answer. But no matter how alone Collins felt, he was not forgotten. Aldrin and Armstrong knew their lives depended on his safety. Those in mission control back on the earth eagerly awaited for him to, to come, come from around the dark side and back onto the other side of the moon so they could check in with him for each of those 14 orbits. His family and friends were certainly in constant prayer for him, thinking about him all that time. Jesus says to us in today's gospel, if you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good things to those who ask him? Now, that's hardly the most charitable statement Jesus makes to his disciples, considering he calls them wicked. But his point is clear. Human beings love even when a person is far away. We don't forget about the person just because they're not right in front of us. In fact, separation even deepens authentic love more, right? If, if you, you really love somebody and you're separated from them, your love even grows during that time, becomes, becomes more profound. And that's us who aren't particularly good at loving. If you feel far from God, then God feels that distance. And our pain only inflames his mercy even more. So keep talking. God has very good ears. God bless you.